everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. Technically, it's Wednesday, but this podcast is for Friday, December 25th, 2020. Um, it is the Christmas Day NBA podcast, and it's always fun. And, you know, I always um, bring my daughter on and let her um, say Merry Christmas to everybody. But uh, we're recording a little bit like at a different time this year. Um, so I don't know if she's still awake or not. I'm going to text my wife and see now. I just... You know, I didn't even think about it. But anyway, Will, my buddy, Chief Justice 06. Hey, buddy, we get to we get to talk some NBA uh, Christmas Day um, five game slate. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, definitely excited to be here. Uh, you know, we made it to another Christmas, made it through Thanksgiving. And, you know, obviously the pod's still going strong. Uh, we're still hanging out, doing some pods and. I'm excited, man. So, you know, Merry Christmas to, to everyone. If you listen to this early, Merry Christmas early. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, Katie, and the kids, man. Uh, All right. You know, it's going to be wonderful. Merry Christmas. All oh, right. she made it. She made it, yeah. <laughs> Not in bed yet, I so. I wasn't even asleep. I was doing my clothes. All right. Well, um, so Merry Christmas from my family to everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Will, and your family. Um Man, I'm excited. Love NBA on Christmas Day. I'm not like super pumped there's a football game, but I'm I'm really pumped there's basketball and there's five <laughs> games. So let's break it down. We are recording Wednesday nights um, due to family stuff on Christmas Eve and stuff like that. Um, we're recording early. So anything could happen on the Wednesday slate that could affect this. Um, we might not be able to talk about it. So we start with the Pelicans and the Heat. It's a 229 total Miami favored by five and a half. Unless some big injury news comes out of this game, um, there's nothing that I'm too worried about injury-wise in this one, Will. Uh, let's start with the Pelicans. What do you like here for New Orleans? Yeah, man, I, I definitely think, you know, Zion should be leading the charge here. Uh, played really well in preseason. Um, you know, I, I, I think I think he's a guy that, that's going to work well for us until they, you know, price him up uh, drastically. I mean, right now, uh, we've got him at 8,100, which is, it feels like it might be, you know, priced up a little bit. I want to see how he performs, you know, tonight and, and then we'll kind of go from there. But I still think he's going to be the guy. Um, you know, I, I don't think Lonzo Ball is going to get priced up much right now. Uh, we'll see how how he shakes up. But he's a guy I think could, could be really sneaky at 6,500 on DK. I just feel like the price is, is really, really fair. So, you know, when you look at it from that standpoint, I think those are kind of my, the, the big three, you know, Zion, uh, uh, Ingram, and Ball. Ball probably being my favorite because he's he's a whole lot cheaper. Yeah, like, I think Zion could have a good game here. Um, I was watching a little bit of the first quarter of the Magic Heat game, and, like, Aaron Gordon was, like, you know, athletic, big, you know, wing-type forward-type players. So, like, that's that's Zion's build you know so like he could definitely um have a big game here like they'd probably be like Mo Hartless or Jimmy Butler trying to guard him and I think size advantage to Zion in that um scenario so um I'm with you on Zion I really like him in this spot don't love Adams Ingram I'm gonna I'm kind of just gonna take the wait and see approach here uh when it comes to ball blitz on Ingram I want to kind of see how the usage looks after game 1 I'm not going to use a small sample size but I'm I'm certainly going to look at it enough um to kind of figure it out because you know unfortunately um you know like Lonzo Ball he he averaged over a fantasy point per minute um in the preseason they played with a really tight 
um, rotation as well. So listen, leave it to Van Gundy, right? Um, so <laughs> I, I want to definitely do my due diligence here, but um, Zion would be my main play from the Pelicans. Um, what do you like here for the Miami Heat? Well, man, for, for the Heat with me right now, I think it's going to start with Tyler Hero. I like this pricing on him. Uh, you know, got him at 5,600 for the Christmas Day slate. I, I think he's going to be uh, a staple in my lineup. So, Drogic is 5,300. That's really cheap, too. If he can come off the bench and play 26 to 28 minutes and kind of keep that usage where it was uh, at the end of the playoffs, I, I think that's a, that's a really fair price. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 8K, I don't hate it. Um, you know, he's not somebody I'm rushing to roster, but definitely those two. Uh, those guys are going to be my favorites. And then Bam at 78, a little bit cheaper than Jimmy, but I think he's got more outs to get there. Not that Jimmy doesn't fill the stat sheet. He really does. Uh, but, you know, I, I do feel like uh, Bam has, you know, more shots, more shots to get a, get a block, get a steal um, or, or several blocks and steals and still get those rebound and assist numbers up. Bam sneaky good at the, in the assist category, by the way. Um, so he's a guy I think if, if, if I was going to run it back with one or two guys, it'd be Bam and Hero for sure. I will really, I just want to make a quick note on the Pelican side. Eric Bledsoe played 20 first half minutes, um, you know, in the game against Toronto. So uh, Bledsoe at 5,600. I know we didn't really talk about him, but man, um, <laughs> 20 first half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's been waiting for this. He's played 20 minutes a game for the past two seasons <laughs> in Milwaukee. This is nothing. He's fresh. He's yeah, he's excited, man. Uh, but yeah, as far as Miami goes, I think you're right. I, I think like Bam is probably your probably my favorite run back. Um, Hero is another guy that I think you can you can look at, and Kendrick Nunn's gonna have good games from time to time. Um, but like on a five game slate, it's really like iffy to play an iffy bench player in my opinion. Um, because like Goran Dragic coming off the bench too the usage from the bench could be split between like two guys. And like, I like bench guys that are going to have like all the usage. Um, we're going to talk about like the Brooklyn Nets situation. You did opening night with me. We talked about Dinwiddie a ton. And then when they announced Dinwiddie was going to start, like I pivoted and I played a ton of Levert because Definitely it's all about, about in discord too. Definitely. It's all about those high usage um, bench guys. And I just don't know if Miami has any of those guys um, at this time. So uh, we move on. We got the Golden State Warriors, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, 233.5 total. Milwaukee favored by 7.5. Um, Draymond's already been ruled out for this game. We're going to put a question mark next to DJ Augustine. Um, so, listen, Will, um, I, I was really wrong on op- or on Wednesday's podcast about the Indiana-New York game. So, like, I know my streak is going to be dead. I don't even have to look because um, I, I definitely touted the under on that game. And I don't have to look. I know it's probably going to get there. But this is one of those ones where I, I would be pounding Milwaukee minus seven and a half. Um, I think this game has the biggest blowout risk on the Christmas Day slate. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I don't want to. I mean, we saw what Brooklyn was able to do. Uh, here, here's the deal. Golden State is is definitely missed Draymond in that game. And Draymond is out again. But I, I still think, you know, in terms of in terms of Curry, uh, he's still got to be kind of at, at well, not at ten two, but on FanDuel at eighty seven hundred. I, I still think Curry is at kind of the top of the list. If this team gets it anywhere close, uh, look out, world. Uh, he, he's going to be 
he's going to be crushing. But at 10-2, I think Curry's just a fade. Uh, Wiggins at 68, I don't hate it. Like, you know, his price is coming out. Uber at 71. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to play, pay that that price. Uh, and then Wiseman, 6,200. Come on, people. Um, looking at these prices, we're, we're pretty much going to be massively fading Golden State, I think, on this slate. On DK, rather, on DK. Yeah, like, honestly, when you're when you're looking at the Warriors, like, it's the same thing that, you know, you kind of do with Wednesday's slate. How is this game going to stay competitive? Um, well, on the Boston side, it's probably going to be Tatum and Brown having big games. Um, right now, the Celtics are leading that game, and Jalen Brown had a monster first half. So if Golden State stays in this game, and this game stays competitive and close, Curry's going to have to have a monster game. Um, or Oubre is going to have to have a monster game, or, or Wiggins is going to have to be shooting the ball really well. So, like, how you approach this, in my opinion, is either take shots on guys like Giannis and run it back with Curry, and then you're not getting Luka. But the only way I feel like that Giannis is going to hit his ceiling is if this game stays competitive, and that means Curry's probably hitting his ceiling, which could lead to both of them outscoring Luka, even though Luka is in a great spot. And we're going to talk about how to kind of build with Luka too, because we got AD and LeBron on the other side. So I don't know if you can get three studs. I think that on Fandle, you could probably get three studs um, on DK. The pricing is a little bit better. Um, you know, assuming that like nothing really crazy opens up. Maybe if something crazy opens up, you can get three studs, but I think if you're building Curry teams, you're probably building Giannis with him um, and vice versa. If you're building Giannis teams, you're probably building Curry. The way to kind of be different with this one, if you do want to get like Luka and the Lakers or if you want to get Brooklyn, like we have studs. Like this is what Christmas Day is. Christmas Day NBA is all about the studs. You know, Durant's playing, Curry's playing, Giannis is playing, LeBron's playing. Like Christmas Day is the studs play. Um, So Paul George, Kawhi, like – the studs are playing. So when you're looking at this, well, how do I get how do I get different with this game in general? And the way that you could get different is maybe go like Ubre Drew or D D Vincenzo um with Ubre. Like play some of the secondary pieces. Like I think Wiseman's a great play. You know, he came out like they said that Kerr said he was going to get stints and like he got stints in a blowout, too. So, like, I'm more interested in Wiseman. I was already interested in him the other day. Um, Super talented. So, honestly, when I'm looking at this game, Will, I, I want to correlate this game as much as possible um, because I think that if this game stays close, there's a lot of ceiling that needs to be hit for this game to stay close. Yeah, I'm with you. I <laughs> This price tag on Wiseman, I get if he's out there in a blowout, he's probably going to dominate. I just, I don't like that 6,200. Now on FanDuel where he's 42, uh, I think, man, I'm, I'm so much cheap, more man. excited to to get in there. But that that's kind of where I am. I know Marquise Chris kind of got some run as well, you know, in the game played. I uh, can't remember how many minutes he played. But, I mean, he got some decent run. We'll just kind of have to see how that shakes out. But on DK, I'm kind of off, off this game mostly. A fan doing I'm much more interested just because of the salary breakdown for sure. Yeah, I'd be super careful with Marquise Chris. Like he only played 12 minutes and it was very much in the blowout um that like he got run. So I'd be I'd be 
I, I just like throw caution to the wind with him. And hey, like if this game blows out and he gets 12 minutes and puts up 20 fantasy points again, then <laughs> all the all the all the game log watchers would get there. But I don't know if yeah. I'd necessarily go there. But um, just give me a quick rundown of your your Bucks exposure and thoughts here. I know you said you're pretty much off of it in general. Um, well, well, on DK, on, on FanDuel, on yeah, yeah, Fan FanDuel, I'm much more interested. So in terms in terms of the Bucks, um, I think for me, I. I I definitely think DiVincenzo on a Christmas day slate feels like one of those value plays that you could squeeze in there that maybe, maybe no one's looking at. Um, I, I will check the Bucks bench, but I, you know, Drew Holiday still has a, has a fair, uh, a fair price as well. I mean, we're looking at 7,500. I feel like that's fair. Drew can get 45, 50 in, in any game, in my opinion. So uh, I don't hate that. Um, especially if you, you end up kind of getting into the mid range bill. But I think DiVincenzo, it's probably my favorite um, because even Brooke Lopez is 6K. I, I was hoping we were going to get Brooke Lopez at that like 5K Brooke Lopez that we're used to getting, but that is not the case. They priced him up. Um, but yeah, that, so that's kind of where I'm in. And Giannis at 10-9, you know, you talked about him needing a ceiling. I do view Giannis in a different light than maybe I view a KD. Like I feel like Giannis can get 60 in this spot in three quarters. So I'm more apt to play Giannis than I would be like a KD um in this spot because i feel like Giannis has so much more upside yeah 60 raw points are going to matter on a five um you know so i i, I don't def- definitely don't disagree with you it's just like is 60 enough to win you a tournament on a five game slate at his price like I, I think that's the the biggest question mark um i don't think anybody will really question like Giannis can get there in three quarters on against any team especially against a team that Looked really bad defensively um, in their opening night. So um, <laughs> we move on. We got the Nets and the Celtics. I'm probably the most excited about this game. 227 total. Brooklyn favored by one. Kimba's still out. That's really the only injury news that we're looking at here. Um, the Nets look fantastic on opening night. They look fantastic. Um, let's start with Brooklyn. Uh, Will, it goes back to the same thing we were talking about before. If if Dinwiddie's going to start, Levert coming off the off the bench with all that usage is juicy, juicy, juicy. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's just the price. I mean, they've got him priced up. If he's coming off the bench, uh, we, we, we've we got to pay for him now. Guess what? FanDuel didn't price him up at all. They left him at 5800 So almost, and I'm not saying he's going to get the same uh, type of production, but I mean, at 5800 with all the usage off the bench, that, that's an incredible price drastic difference in the $7,200 price tag we got to play on DK. And, you know, the more I've been looking at this slate, Stevie, I really feel like that's kind of going to be the difference in this slate, looking at the pricing site to site. It's it's drastically different on uh, a lot of these guys. So, you know, DraftKings has really made it tough on us to uh, build, build quality lineups. I mean, you're going to have to take some shots on some of these cheap guys, I think, if you want to really get there. So I'm not – I'm just not as interested in Levert at 7,200 on – on DK, uh, one of my favorite plays from this team that that didn't really get priced up too much. I think it's going to be Joe Harris at fifty three hundred. Uh, guy, you know, we kind of talked about it before that he's probably going to be taking wide open shots, going to be able to make some shots, and sure enough, that's kind of what happened the other night in a blowout. So uh, he's a guy I think I'll consider the most. And then between KD and Kyrie, um, if, if we feel like this game is going to be really competitive, I actually want to see if I can get them both. Um, but if I had to choose between the two right now, it's still going to be KD. I just think his ceiling is so much higher than anybody else's on this team. Kyrie revenge, man, going into Boston. Oh man. Allen's... Burn, burning the sage. 
Uh, Alan's gonna Alan's gonna have a field day with this one. Um, <laughs> I don't know when I when I look at Brooklyn, I, I love Levert on Fanduel. Um, good point on drafting yeah, pricing. Like so, Levert the second quarter check back in um, to finish the second quarter for Dinwiddie. And if that's gonna be the thing, like if they're gonna finish like second and fourth quarters um, with like Levert and Durant, Harris. Kyrie and whatever big man's out there. I don't like good luck trying to project who that's going to be. Um, I think that's huge for Levert. Like he only played 25 minutes the other night, but you add in the other four minutes that he would have played if the game was close, finishing it out. Like now we're looking at 29 minutes with massive usage. Um, so, and the first half, like he, he and Durant were only on the court together for like two minutes in the first half. So that's the key, man. I know, like, man. So not I, that stud. really like um, Levert on Fanduel still. I think DraftKings probably too expensive. Um, I love Kyrie in this spot. I think he is in, entitled for a, a big monster game here. Um, you know, and then I, I never hate playing KD, but um, I don't think I want Dinwiddie. You know, I, I wanted Dinwiddie the other day because he was going to be in the bench role that Levert's kind of in. So if for some reason they start Levert and Dinwiddie comes off the bench, you, you want that sixth guy, like whoever it is. Like you want that sixth guy. You want Lou Williams. In all, yeah. in all, in all Man, points. oh, that guy cost me so much money the other night. Oh. Don't, don't worry, it's coming though. I mean, I know. It's coming. <laughs> um, Will, talk to me about the Celtics here. Well, I think, you know, it's tough because I really want to get a read on, you know, what's happening in this game. But I think it's just the major players now. Jason Tatum at 9,300. Uh, I, I feel like that's a little bit expensive. I can't fade everybody. and I, I, But I don't, I don't feel good about this price tag with Tatum. But if the game is going to be, you know, played at a pretty high pace, this game should be a lot more competitive than the Golden State game, which should have go, uh, Jason Tatum squarely in play. Um, I think, you know, for me, Jalen Brown, like this is a spot I, I, I prefer to play Jalen Brown. Here's the deal, though, man. And I, I made a big mistake on, on that first opening night against Milwaukee. Uh, I didn't think about the fact that Kimball wasn't playing. And when Kimball's off the court, I mean, Jalen Brown and Tatum have massive usage. And I, I, I really made a mistake there. But it's going to be something similar here. So I like Jalen Brown at 7K. Um, and those are kind of, kind of going to be the guys that I go to. Now, Jeff T at 4,200. Want to see where his minutes shake out. Uh, after, you know, their, their their first game of the season concludes, he could be a really or, – or the de facto value in this slate if he ends up playing 30 minutes. So at uh, 4,200, I think Jeff Teague, if, you know, if, if he can show that he can produce while Kimba's out, he's going to be a fantastic play uh, for the Christmas Day slate. Yeah. Um, having a really good opening night too. So uh, he might end up being massive chalk, you know, if – like – He's at 26 fantasy points at 4K, um, and the second half is just kind of getting started. So, um, he, you know, he, the... listen, I had I had a fair amount of – did I have T tonight? I don't even know if I had him. Jesus. Either way, he, he's going to be fine. Um, Yeah, like, you know, the whole Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice thing, it, it's just kind of – I feel like it's going to be pretty split minutes-wise. I think – if you're going to take a shot, it'd probably be Tristan Thompson. Um, I like Brown and I like Tatum a lot. Um, this game should be super competitive, like you said, and these guys have really high ceilings. So, 
Uh, we move right along. We got Dallas at LA taking on the Lakers. Two thirty total. Lakers favored by seven. Porzingis is out. LeBron said that you know he tweaked his ankle, but it should not affect his um, status for Christmas Day. So um, let's start with the Mavericks. Luca, um, Luca, 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 Luca. Um, if you're playing a ton of Luca, like I plan to do. I think you got to look at, you know, whether it's Schroeder or AD or LeBron, you got to, you got to kind of run it back here um, and, and just hope this game stays competitive because this game has the second biggest spread on the slate with um, the Lakers favored by seven. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think, you know, if, if you're going to play anybody from Dallas, it, it definitely starts uh, with Luka Doncic. Uh, I think, you know, Josh Richardson may end up being a value. I want, I want to see how he kind of comes in, but at 5,300, especially if you like this game, he's a really good value play. A little bit cheaper than Tim Hardaway Jr., who's probably going to be chucking shots. Um, and then, you know, you also have, you know, Dwight Powell's back. Want to see how he performs tonight. Uh, but as of right now, I think my, my top two uh, plays would be Luca and Josh Richardson. And I think that's where I'm at for now. Yeah, um, unless we see something crazy um, from the Wednesday night game, then that's kind of where I'm leaning. I uh, I don't potentially hate playing Dwight Powell, but I mean, he's going to have to show me some stuff before I start, you know, wanting to play him against Marcus All. Um, <laughs> like, who's going to guard AD? Like that that that's the Nobody. thing, right? Like, Nobody. That's that's kind of where I'm leaning with like my Luca exposure, right? I'm leaning towards like AD stacks um, because like. Even if they go Powell and Cleveland to start, like, uh, what are they doing? Like, I just don't see – I don't see what they're going to do here to stop AD. I think AD's in, in line for a monster in this one. Yeah, man. I mean, he should be unstoppable for sure. And Dallas, you know, they've had problems on the inside anyway. So, you know, you're bringing out, you know, one of the best big men in the league. Nothing's really changed, you know, on this team I mean, in terms of Dallas, with the exception of Porzingis being out. And he was out, you know, for part of the playoffs last year. So I'm with you, man. AD is probably at the top of my list in terms of spin-ups. Um, even outside of Luka, you know, Luka's got a massive ceiling. But, man, AD could really dominate this team. I mean, this could be a 30, you know, 15, 5, 4-block game. And he, he's right up there with the best of them. Yeah, and he burned people the other night, so you know it could be a little lower owned, um, and especially if like the ankle thing for LeBron is more than what he's saying too, um, maybe that helps AD um, have a monster game here. But yeah, I don't love LeBron. I would much rather play Giannis over LeBron in this one. Um, but if you end up on him, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Um, really liked what I saw from Harold the other night. Looks like he's going to be very super, super active with the second unit here. Same thing that we kind of saw with the Clippers with him. Um, I think he's someone that's in play. He's 6K on DraftKings. It's a tough, it's a really tough ask. Like it's a really tough um, price tag for 6K. Um, yeah, I don't... FanDuel basically didn't change their pricing at all. It's, it's pretty yeah, much I was all say, set from, all from where it was prior. I mean, Harold's 5,100. It's like crazy good value over there. Again, this is why you can get three studs, maybe even four studs on Vandal, and you can only probably get two or three on DraftKings. Yeah. Know your site. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. I I think some stuff will open up. Um, Like, we we already mentioned T. You got like 4,200. Yeah, T's going to be chalk at this point. 
<laughs> yeah, like Nick Nicholas Batum could potentially be chalked depending on the situation. We'll get to that in the next game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else from the Lakers? You going back to the well on KCP? I mean, he didn't look, treat you too bad the other night. No, I mean, and honestly, he kind of came out of nowhere. He went from like one points to like nineteen points or seventeen, what it was. Quickly, I, I think even in this spot, I definitely think he's he's value at, at forty six hundred. He might be someone that we need. Because at, at some point, the name of the game is going to be which of these punts are getting the minutes. And uh, KCP looks like he's definitely going to get the minutes. So uh, he, he's not a guy that, that I don't mind playing, you know, in this spot against Dallas, which should be a pretty up-tempo game. Yeah, um, I don't hate him in this spot either. It all is really going to depend on, like, what type of value opens up um, from, like, we're recording Wednesday night until Friday morning, you know, so – and, you know, you got to be willing, like if you're playing NBA on Christmas Day, you got to be willing to make some adjustments. And that's tough for a lot of people that have families and stuff. So you'll see a lot of lot of um, edge and leverage on the field by being able to late swap. Um, and I'm one of them, Will. Like, I hardly ever check my lineups on Christmas Day. I let them ride. So um, you're gaining edge and leverage on me. So um, that that New Orleans game, you have Zion and he comes out and he stinks. You guys can pivot. I'm I'm just gonna leave him in there. So, um, we finish it out with the Clippers and the Nuggets. Two twenty-two total. Clippers favored by two. Obviously, Morris is questionable. And then uh, Jamichael Green doesn't sound like he'll play, but we'll put him as questionable for now. Um, let's start with the Clippers side of things. You know, Paul George looked great. You know, you know the post game. You know, he was talking about, um, you know, rehabbing and being back like this is like two years removed from his big injury now. So I think on FanDuel, you have to prioritize Paul George because shooting guard is pretty weak. Um, Like you could obviously make an argument for Butler, but I think like Paul George is like the guy you really want to prioritize on FanDuel. Um, We talked about this the other night, too. Well, can, can I plug this? Let me, let me piggyback that. I think, and, and I think the two priorities are Paul George and Dennis Schroeder. Like Dennis Schroeder's five K on fan. Like I think those are the two. Those are the priorities, <laughs> in, in my opinion. No, that's <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry, I just yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Levert. I just go ahead and build my whole lineup right now on air. And I'm sure you guys are going to have the same one. So um, I could build the optimal before um, the optimal spits it out with these prices. So right, right. Um, anyway, back to this game, you know, don't want to get too sidetracked, but, you know, talk to me about what you like here for the Clippers. Yeah, man, I'm just going to stick with DK because we've already acknowledged that FanDuel is pretty, you know, the the price is pretty Very soft. Yeah, I – look, I'm still going to stick with Surge. Like, Surge, 5,400 on DK, I'm I'm, I'm rolling with Surge. I I think, you know, I think the minutes are are, going to be okay. Like, I don't feel like Surge, you know, uh, let me down the other night. Uh, Play – let's see, how many minutes did Surge play? Uh, Only only played 20 minutes against the Lakers – I, I still think he's going to play more minutes than that. We'll see, but I, I think he's I think he's going to play more. So I'm sticking with him. And then I think we got to go back to the well on our good buddy uh, Lou Williams. Played 26 minutes, uh, just didn't get there. But at 5200, I, I you know, and what should be a competitive game against Denver, I think we play him. 
And ironically, you're looking at these uh, uh, the Clippers on DK. I feel like they have a ton of value. Nick Batum, 4,500. Um, you know, I'm not saying he's going to go out there and light the world on fire, but if, if he's going to get minutes, I mean, I think, you know, he's a guy we have to consider. Uh, played uh, 28 minutes the other night against the Lakers, put up a Nick Batum stat line extraordinaire, 3.6 rebounds, six assists, two steals. That is Nick Batum, ladies and gentlemen. If he happens to score 10 more points, I mean, he's, he's pretty much getting in the 30. So I, I think at 4,200, he's a guy we definitely want to look at. And this, this isn't an anomaly. This is who he is. He's a stat sheet guy that's not going to score a bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, going to the other side of this game, the Nuggets. Listen, Lou Williams, I needed six more points from Lou Williams to, to win 5K the other night. Six Ooh. more points. Yeah. Man. Um, you know, Lou, what are you doing, buddy? That's two threes. Um, just needed you to hit a couple of deuces for me. Trays. Um, Denver Nuggets side of things, like – you know, I, I definitely not playing Jokic here. I like like how low owned the Nuggets potentially could be on this slate, right? Like they're going to be a team that could potentially fly under the radar here. Yeah, they're oddly priced too. That's that's the thing. Just odd pricing on these guys. Jamal Murray is eighty five hundred. Oh, Jokic uh, is ten one. Like, yeah, it's odd pricing. They're going to be very low owned. <laughs> What is this pricing? Like this pricing makes zero sense. D- DK is going to be a professional build over there. Like you're going to have to think through it yeah. to get this right. I mean, you know, obviously we'll have projections and stuff like that, but even trying to, I mean, I feel like even with the projections, it's going to give us some really interesting looking builds and uh, you'll have to make some decisions on DK hard decisions for sure. Assuming nothing opens up. Um, like, we need one. Like, we need one like three K guy to open up, and it it all becomes fun. Well, at this point, we already know Teague's going to be optimal. If nothing changes, <laughs> Teague's optimal and probably uh, Batum, and then you go from there. Like that's that's kind of how I see it so far. What 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 do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think Teague's definitely going to be optimal. I think Eric Bledsoe could potentially be yeah, optimal. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um. Yeah, just kind of looking at this slate as a whole. Um, man, like, I, I think we should circle back a little bit to Tristan Thompson because if he's going to get, like, 28 minutes at 5,200 against Brooklyn, like, um, like I, I don't yeah, hate I mean, it. He, he started. He started against the Bucks. so. Yeah, and I, I have a hard time not – I guess maybe they don't start him against – brooklyn i don't know it's tough to say um because i guess they you know is he really going to match up with kevin durant in the four maybe i don't know um i don't know i i think that tristan thompson is going to prove himself to want it like he's going to eventually be the starter and tice is going to be the bench guy but we'll see um i was just looking through like DraftKings pricing really quick i think pashkel could potentially be chalk again um i don't know he burned a lot of people the other night but you know, it wasn't because he – it wasn't, like, on paper he was a good projected play. Um, I will, like, when I'm looking at this, I really, like, want to hammer home, like, you know, definitely look at projections um, Thursday night, Friday morning because, yeah, you know, like you said, you're going to get some funky builds. And, like, 
you might win a tournament on this slate going more balanced on DraftKings and more stars and scrubs on FanDuel. Like I went balanced on the current slate tonight just because I felt that same way, even though you had to value. It's just, you know, it feels better. Yep. Um, that's it, man. I don't really have anything else, do you? Yeah, not unless we see something weird, uh, you know, happen in the Nuggets game where maybe um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Monty Morris comes out and plays 25 minutes, but I, I don't, I don't see that happening. So yeah, I, I've got nothing, man. I mean, I, I feel like the Nuggets are kind of priced appropriately or a little bit above appropriately. Like, like Will Barton, 6,300. I know we didn't kind of talk about the pricing, but he's 6,300. But I don't feel like we're going to get the same Will Barton because they've got Michael Porter Jr. there now. They've got these other guys that are going to be integrated into the offense, and I don't, so I feel like it's going to zap his usage. For the season, I could be wrong, but you know, I feel like everybody's overpriced uh, on this team for what what they're actually going to provide to us from a fantasy perspective. All right, let's play the morning grind game, um, Christmas edition. Give me your uh, favorite play under five k. We're going to use DraftKings, which um, the pricing is a lot more fun over there. Favorite play under five k to seven x. Man, I'm going to have to go with that guy we've been talking about. It's pretty much got to be Jeff Teague at this point. 4,200. I mean, if he's going to come off the bench or play and get that type of usage, I think we have to roll with him. Good chalk and bad chalk. He might be good chalk. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Dante DiVincenzo. Um, like, it. like it. Just kind of hoping, like, like he could see fourth quarter minutes in a game that's not close. So... Um, the more I think about that Golden State Milwaukee game, the more I lean towards playing secondary pieces because, like, I love the Lakers and Dallas game. It's probably my favorite game on the slate. So the more I lean on that game, um, the more I lean towards playing secondary pieces. Uh, give me your guy over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust? I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Curry, man. At 10 2, I just I, I don't see how he makes it. So I'm, I'm going with Curry. Yeah, like if you're building Curry tournament lineups, man, I really think you pair him with Giannis. And I know it's going to be really hard to do, um, next to impossible to do. <laughs> like, but for those guys to, to both hit their ceilings, they're both going to need to have monster games. Like Curry's going to have to shoot lights out. Giannis is going to need some fourth quarter minutes. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to go Jokic. Shouldn't shock anybody. Um, 10 1 for Jokic. When there's guys in this price range, like give me Anthony Davis, give me Luca, um, give me to save some money, give me Durant, give me Tatum, give me Kyrie. Like there's so many guys. Um, the more we go through the podcast, the more I realize that like Kyrie might actually be underpriced at not 8,900. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> favorite six X play, Will, who do you got? Uh, well, I think for me, on DK. This is a tough one, man. I think I'm just going to go with Tyler Hero. Uh, 5,600, I just I like the price on him. Game against New Orleans. I know they changed the coaching staff, but 5,600, I feel like he can get there. I'm, I'm going to side with Tyler Hero. He's really cheap on FanDuel, too, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, 6X. Again, give me Kyrie. I think Kyrie's gonna have a big game. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be my ride or die on the slate. I, I think he's my guy. Uh, give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day. 
I'm going to stay in that game. Uh, let's go Duncan Robinson at 4,400. Uh, if he gets hot, you know, this guy could get 30 with the quickness. D- Duncan Robinson. Um, I don't know if it's weird, but give me Tristan Thompson. Uh, I think that there's a road for him to, to play 30 minutes in this game. And if he gets 30 minutes, man, he, he'll crush at this price. So he's averaging a pa- fantasy point per minute right now in the small sample size of the one game against the Bucks. But um, I, I like Thompson a lot. If he, if he can get the minutes, you know, you're really going to have to pay attention to like if he starts or not, because a bench roll probably means closer to like 20 minutes. Starting roll means closer to 30. Yeah. Um, game selection question. Anything standing out to you as far as game selection on this slate? Uh, not particularly. I mean, DraftKings, I keep saying it, man. They're trying to make someone a millionaire every day. I, I think it's just kind of a cool thing for the industry. Look, it's a top heavy contest. Uh, you know, it's, it's broken out terribly, but let me just say this for 25 bucks, you know, one single bullet, you could change your life forever. Uh, so I'm not saying I like it, but I'm saying, look, man, you, you got a chance to be a millionaire on Christmas. How cool is that? 25 bucks. I, I think everybody at least needs to fire something in there. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to point out, so they have two pick and roll contests on, on DraftKings. Uh, they have a 40,000 they have a 10,000. This 10,000 um, is a smaller field. It pays 23% of the field, less than 30% the top 10. First place is only 10% of the prize pool, which is fantastic. So somebody's going to turn 12 bucks single entry into a grand. Um, nobody's going to argue with that. Like, you know, if you're building a bankroll, if you're getting more into like single entry, um, I think to be honest with as crazy as like the COVID stuff is going to be this season. Um, and like how many, like how much news is going to be out there. I am definitely going to be playing more single entry than anything else this year. Like it's really hard to maintain two sites um, with like three to 20 lineups. I think this is a, much more a single entry type of year. Um, you know, so I, I think that is like the other one is good too, but it pays like 22% um, instead of 23%. So you're playing a smaller field, your upside still there, 12 bucks into a grand. So um, check it out, you know, for those smaller bankroll players. And they do, they're doing this with a lot of the tournaments um, over there. A lot of the single entry, smaller stuff. Like they have a five dollar forty k and a five dollar ten k. Um, yeah, so, I've seen that. That that's something really cool that they've done. Yep. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Will favorite over under anything standing out to you on this um, Christmas Day slate? I, I think Golden State Milwaukee, man. Um, you know, you, 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 I, I I still think this game can go over. Uh, Milwaukee could put a beat down on them, and and they can still hit you know hit where they need to be. So I'm, I'm going to take the Golden State Milwaukee. Let me give me the over on that. I'm still live, by the way, for my Pacers under. Um, I, I have hope to keep my streak alive. Um, <laughs> you know what? Give me, give me Dallas plus seven against the Lakers. I, I think that's my that's my streak bet that I'm going to lock in here. Um, and they might look terrible against Phoenix, and like I, I might you know be able to change it. But um, yeah, give me, give me Dallas plus seven. Um, I, I think that this is a team that can compete with the Lakers and Luke is going to have a monster. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us for a couple pods in, but hopefully we can uh, keep providing you guys good content, man. Uh, have a safe Christmas to, to everybody's family.
Yes, sir. Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, appreciate everyone listening. It's already um, great having NBA back. You know, the 12 game slate on Wednesday was a little crazy, but um, make sure you guys are checking out Rotogrinders Premium. I know Blender will be doing a live show on Friday, um, pre lock for NBA. So you guys can check that out on Christmas Day if that's your thing. Um, that's going to wrap it up here for this week. Appreciate everyone listening. We'll be back Monday with a review podcast and an NBA podcast, two podcasts Monday. Uh, Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.